So, Fat Man. Sleazy. <clears throat> Holy shit. Another year. Another shithole of wrestling garbage. What do we wait minute, do wait. at the end of every year? We take a shit. Masturbate and fondle ourselves. Oh. Let's talk about that on the wrestling show. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Jesus Christ. And welcome, everyone, to another wonderful episode. Oh, my goodness. The gang's all here. Let's start with Mr. Mad Respect. Brandon Dietz is here with us. Good day, folks. Such a chipper young fellow. Did you imagine you make a head appear on your head? (laughs) I don't know how he did it. But you yeah. are so high. <laughs> Phoebe, that's why. That you missed him literally picking up the hat and putting it on his head. <sighs> What's up, boys? I'm glad to be here. Happy New Year, doll. Oh my goodness. Can't wait, can't wait to get drilled on these fucking questions because this is gonna be terrible. It's not questions, it's opinions. Oh you're gonna love them. And Ryan's gonna. I have a feeling Ryan's gonna one that's gonna be like, "You're all wrong." Yeah. Speaking of which, the gentleman <laughs> who's trying to take over Chip's lead in divorces, Ryan Williams, is here. Hey, oh, and can we please get back to Deetsy Houdini over there, please? Like we just brushed, <laughs> we just brushed that under the rug right quick over his magic fucking skills with hats. Right? You know, sold him. You know, sold him. And now he has no picture. Now so, he's out. Look at that. Come back with another fucking hat on. He probably is. Deets, cut your camera, and every time come back with a new hat, but not replace the hat. Just keep adding hats on. <laughs> and the of Mad course. Hatter. The Mad Hatter. <laughs> and of course, the man who exudes the mark in us all. Chip Willett is here with us. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this, even though, according to Ryan, I'm totally wrong. You're only wrong about your new Japan picks. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun, fun show. Uh, strap in, boys. We're going to town. Strap on. In oh, yeah. didn't oh. you miss the pegging conversation? <laughs> he was a part of the pegging conversation. I just had to bring it into the actual podcast now. That's all. That okay, that's fair. Uh as always, we do the year-end awards, the shitties, the famies, the whatever the hell you want to call them, the sleazy and the fat man year-end awards. Um, we have 13 categories. Uh, we had a couple of before we do that, we have a couple of uh, quick categories that not all of us did. Um, breakout still go star, for it. Breakout star of the year was one that Ryan had thrown out there. So let's let's do this as a dark match, if you will. I did male and female as well. So Ryan, you can take it away though. Right. 
Oh, I picked Roxanne Perez and Sami Zayn. <clears throat> Roxanne Perez, actually, that's pretty goddamn good. That's oh, yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, not bad. <laughs> Roxanne Perez started the year as Ring of Honor World Champion, ended it as NXT Champion. Meh. 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 You're right. You're right about that. Didn't Meh. you say? Didn't you say all your awards were going to be WWE? They were. Oh, we're we're now considering next. Not me. We no, are considering it. Always not, we've always no. considered NXT WWE. And I never not said always. Always. Because guess what? Part. What logo is prominent during every NXT broadcast? I'm the just going w- back to You are going to get pegged even harder. I'm a peg you with a Lego penis. Yes, he is. He hopes you step on it. for your pleasure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sleazy's trying to nose that it's so hard. You can see it in his face. Shut up and swallow, Sleazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I told your mother last night. Oh, I'm dead. He likes him cold and motionless. And you know my mom's dead. That one almost hurt. <laughs> almost. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I said that line live in the middle of a wrestling ring, and all the crowd went, should we boo the heel? And I went, nah, fuck that. And I just doubled down on grilling buddy so they remembered I was the heel again. <laughs> That's awesome. But no, there's nothing. I, 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 re- I respect the pick. I respect the pick. What about you? So uh, my breakout male stars, the acclaimed. Okay. Well played. So the acclaimed, uh, my breakout female stars would essentially be the tag team of now just Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, Toxic Attraction. I mean, you could have put all three of them together just because, like, she was around for most of the year anyways, Mandy yep. Rose. No, 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 no. Mandy's been established, though. Well, then so. you can argue Sami Zayn's been established for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Correct, but I, I <clears throat> Sami's going to come up a lot in me, so... Moving along. <laughs> Chip, did you do this? Yes. Uh, Roxanne Perez and Carmelo Hayes. Ooh. Mello. I agree with Mello. I don't have one because I kind of rolled them into my underrateds. Um, my underrated were different, see? Yeah, and, yep. and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, but if I were to quickly pick Toxic Attraction would probably be my breakout stars out of all of them, honestly. But that's me, and that's women's wrestling for you. And she left to do porn. Well, not full-on porn, but she's making porn money. <clears throat> Definitely making porn money. Uh, what was the other one? I, I can't remember the other. Breakout and, and women? You oh, had entrance of the year. Oh, yes. Oh, if you pick Nyla Rose, would that be right for both? Oh, God. <laughs> and we're canceled on Twitch. Awesome. Thanks, guys. My head hurts. <laughs> I already like, took pills. I can't. Like... I, I already took pills. I can't take it. <laughs> I mean, this, we, we are dealing with our uncle on the show. It's fine. <laughs> um, You're like Canadian uncle that I always say I have, pretend I don't have. Well, he's real. Well, he's <laughs> And he comes, uh, he comes, and he enjoys life, and we 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 enjoy him, and uh, we see him every six months. Yeah, and then he goes back into rehab. Might as well call me Buck Lesnar, Dan. 
Um, a champion that shows up occasionally. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, 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 that's right. And sell views. <laughs> Entrance of the year is so obviously easy that I don't think anyone should have another option. Says he's like Undertaker. No. <laughs> that didn't happen this year. Otherwise, it would be. No, Cody Rhodes coming up at WrestleMania. Uh, better that, yeah, I guess. Okay, I was going to go with Bray Wyatt, Extreme Rules. That's a good one, but no yeah, I guess you're right. Thought it was going to be as big as that. Yeah, I don't think. What are we talking about again? Your face. Oh my god! It was your category. <laughs> the break that, I, that I remembered. <laughs> entrance. Great the entrance wasn't me. The entrance was Chip, sir. Oh, it was you? No, it wasn't. Chip wanted the idea entrance. Nobody hated the idea, but it was, I'm not taking Chip's idea. That was Chip's idea, not mine, sir. It was okay. so long ago, I don't even remember. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I'll take it. Cool. Let's go on. Well, I wrote somebody else in mind that wasn't Cody. As I said, Cody, and I was like, no, too obvious. Entrance of the year, Pat McAfee for Mania. That still gives me chills. So, McAfee, McAfee's a good one. I, this is, I, I am very pro-WWE today. <laughs> there, 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 there is, What's wrong there, with you? There is a little wrinkle of AEW. The one comes to mind, AFI CM Punk. So that was cool. First, her, his first major Yeah, the, the original theme. That that was fucking cool. Okay. I, I like that entrance as a whole, not just Punk's side, but MJF hitting Punk's music first. Yep. yep. Then coming out and like it's set to stay. Like I remember watching that with the boys and going and started freaking out. And they're like, what's wrong with you? I've been a Ring of Honor fan since the beginning. So I knew what that song was. There's people in the crowd that didn't know what that song was. And I'm sat in my chair going, I fucking hate punk, but that's the jam. Like that's history for wrestling if you know that's, a lot about wrestling. Yeah, that's the bad fucking that itched my fucking gonads like crazy. So it gave so, you herpes? Oh, it gave it yeah. one, two, and three. Holy fuck, chlamydia's. Club, club, I was doing the clap. Burns, burns, burns till it hits the clap. Oh yeah. Sorry. Wrong movie. I'm I'm in. I think. That's what okay. she said. Now into the, the full-on awards. We'll start this with probably the most obvious category. Faction of the year. Everybody's going to say bloodline, but Chip, he's going to say bullet club, and that was the year-end awards. I wonder if it's changed. <laughs> or the, the media awards. Okay, on the count of three, everyone say their pick. One, two, three. Bloodline. Bloodline. You know Bloodline. Fuck you, Chip. <laughs> How did the United Empire be better than the Bullet Club in your eyes in the last six months? And you still didn't pick the reigning double world champion and the reigning double tag team champions in the largest fed in the world. Wah, wah, wah. I just want to piss you off. It's bloodline, of course. You know I'm writing these doing? down for historical purposes, so don't do that just, again. Just jab it and just twist the knife <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, he's throwing the mark in there real well. Yeah, it's got to be the bloodline. I mean, even ignoring the fact that you've had multiple double champions in the, in the, the group, you even have a comic relief in the group in Sammy 
you have a brand new star in the group in solo. How do you not look at that and go, there's nobody better? So the past the past couple of years, I have actually not liked the bloodline at all. This year, I was all in from January on, and I've been all in since. I mean, and, and calling up with Sokoa in September, just fucking put that shit over, over the limit. I think the biggest thing about it is that it's gotten more dynamic because before this, before Sam, the whole thing with Sammy, it was, look, it's three family members that are very good at wrestling. And that was the entirety of what the bloodline was. Now it's and that's why I, I didn't, that's why I didn't catch my eye and didn't affect me. Yeah. Well, now it's a lot more multidimensional. The characters are more fleshed out. There's a lot more nuance into it. I love the fact that you had Jay and Sammy playing off of each other. You had all this bits and pieces of this. How, how crazy is it? When you have Sami Zayn getting cheered in becoming a part of the biggest heel faction, being accepted in the biggest heel faction, that's fucking batshit insane. And it's absolutely wonderful. And it's a great job of storytelling. That's what happens when you feel oozy. That's fair. Um, let's, let's start with overrated. Let's get some. Uh... Male or female. Let's start with. Let's start with a fight. So let's start with most overrated male wrestler of the year. Ooh, don't don't pick me first. Mm-mm. I'm gonna. Go I'll with, go first. I'm gonna go with Fat Man. It hasn't changed. It's 100 John Moxley. Everyone's giving him fucking yeoman's work, and he's had the same match for the past 12 months. Cool. Awesome. Cool. I don't knock it. Chip, do you agree with that? I went Adam Page. Wow. Same here. And, and same with the Meteor Awards. Page is over fucking rated. Overrated. Should never have been world champion in AEW. But the only spot he should have been world champion is AEW, if that makes sense. But <laughs> <laughs> So, Chip, your Meteor Awards, you pick Theory. I've become a Theory fan since he went to Roots Aggression way. Okay. Things change over the year. Deets. Y'all are going to hate me for this. Most overrated male of 2022. Don't do it. And, and he barely was out even on television. Don't do it. No closer. Miro. Oh. Huh? Mm, okay. Good call. That's, that's actually hilarious because we all chose AEW superstars. But we all chose, with the exception of Chip and Ryan, different different ones. Because I chose Chris Jericho. You son of a bitch. Okay, so <laughs> Sleazy, mid-year, you had Sammy Guevara. Yep. Still AEW. I, well, it's still going to be AEW because Brandon chose Eddie Kingston. Right. For the mid-year. So I like doing these mid-year comparisons. Eddie is now one year over. I I will always like Eddie. But here's my reasoning with Jericho. He hasn't really had a good match all year. And yet the TV execs are upset that this massive star is on the Ring of Honor show. That tells me everything you need to know about how 
undervalued. Insane and overvalued Chris Jericho is currently on the AEW roster. I'm sorry. He is a nostalgia pop at best now. He could barely get around in the ring, even against guys like Claudio, who's literally carrying him through the match. So, may I ask you a question? Yes. Would he benefit, because he's kind of been wrestling straight for the solid part of two years, maybe a six-month break? Yep. I, I would agree. He needs to go back on tour with Fozzie. I, I mean, <clears throat> a, he doesn't, at his age, taking a break may not be the best, but at the same time, he, he's coming out. It seems like he has four different gimmicks this year. The Ocho. The, the Ocho. Appreciation Society. Lionheart. Lionheart, because he needed to. Yeah, it, uh, it just, I don't know. So did he do, did he do Paymaker this year? Like he, he, he did Paymaker, yes. He yeah, he's just paymaker. going through all of his greatest hits now after bitching about WWE making him want to just do the list. So he's doing the things he bitched about before. Yeah. It, it's it's insane. But now I'm he waiting has for him to bring it back. Now he has creative freedom to do it. Or like that matters, but okay. Right. <laughs> okay, most overrated female wrestler of the year. I'm Britt Baker, Britt Baker, and only because Thunder Rosa went away. Is it? Britt Baker? <laughs> well, he's just rattling them off without even getting called on. I can't even remember what I picked for my mid tier. Would you? Can pick? I tell you? Go ahead. You picked Tony Storm. She's not on this list. So let's put it that way. <laughs> she on your uh, OnlyFans look at twenty twenty five? Yes. She's no. not showing anything. Uh, my, overrated, my overrated female for this year oh. stays in AEW. Hi, Conti. Wow. I, I do girl. not like. Well, no, she, for me, it, I always consider the, what, the overrated for somebody who is essentially dangerous. That's how I've always kind of viewed everything. I, I've put Nia Jackson here in the past. The, na- the nose break on Ruby Soho was unjust. She was just being super reckless in the ring. Not a fan. Just overall, just piss poor year. I'm tired of seeing her make out with Sammy. Fucking do something instead of you being a fucking ring rat. Imagine if she had to actually stay in the WWE system and learn how to walk. She'd right. be top five right now. Within she could actually, she could do. She could have been up there with big time people. I've seen her work live in an NXT ring. She's good. It's just, I don't know what happened there. Uh, Fundamentals went to shit. Yeah. That's what happens when you go back on the Andes. Um, Go get bent over a fucking chair. (laughs) Mine is a more obvious pick, I guess. Um, And it's not the same as my mid-year, I don't think. Uh, Rhonda. I mean... What the fuck happened? And thankfully, it ended the year. How bad is it when I went, Charlotte Flair? Okay, that worked. <laughs> Chip, what do you think? What was my mid-year, Fat Man? He picked Bianca Belair. Okay, well, it, it, I'm going to agree with someone for the second round in a row. And it's going to be sleazy because it's Ronda Rousey, hands down. Nice. In fact, when I'm sitting there, me and Kim were watching SmackDown on Friday night, and 
I was like, really? She just won again. And I heard I heard Flair's new music. I'm like, oh, there's your new champion. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, she's gonna win that belt in under five minutes. And she was like, How'd you know? I was like, A, Charlotte came back, B, she had new music, and yeah. C, she's a face. There you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And she's like, okay, fair enough. Sleazy, yours was Lacey Evans. Mine was for mid-year. Mine was Jay Cargill, but it's 100% Ronda Rousey, so Ryan's wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. It- well, I'm not wrong, but I don't disagree with Chigar's picking Rousey because I think Britt Baker is highly overrated, and it would have my second. if she not got the injury. She's Britt Baker was my second. She's absolutely top five. This is exactly you know, the reason why I wanted to do the top three things and do a point scale to see – who would have got it to us overall outside of our personal picks? Because I thought it would put a little bit of a spice into it. Well, we can do it next time. I just had time to do it at work today. <laughs> I think I think we could do that with our mid-year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, Ronda Rousey crash. I, I've been saying it every time we do a review of one of her matches. It seems like... Yes, you have. And even on the articles, it just seems like every time she gets into the ring or even near a ring... Everybody around her just stops forgetting how to do their job. It's just insane how that happens. So she's dangerous. And, and she, used to, she used to go to acting and just so, stay there. Yeah. To Buck's point, she's dangerous. And dangerous usually equals overrated here, especially when you put through the title on it. And isn't that what Brandon literally just said? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He agreed. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't agree with your assessment of Baker, though. Oh, the only re- and again, the only reason I put Britt Baker there is because Thunder Rosa was out for the rest of the year. Had Thunder Rosa stayed yeah. around with that mediocre title reign she had and having shit matches with everybody. Yep, that's a, you, you would literally read my mind on that. So that's the only reason why Conti's even on my list because Thunder shit ain't fucking active right now. Jesus. But I also threw I also threw Miro under the bus, so. That's literally a fucking moot point. So. <laughs> well, let's go a little bit more positive. Most underrated. We'll go with most underrated female wrestler of the year, and we'll get it over right now. It's Asuka. I don't even want to hear anybody else's. You're wrong. Uh, mine's a, a, a controversial pick. Oh, that's so shocking. Mandy Rose. Okay. Regardless of her year-long title reign, everybody shit on Mandy Rose all year and did not get enough credit to Mandy Rose to actually put eyes, whether they be thirsty males or not, on a product that wasn't a lot of people that was watching for NXT and kept it interesting and kept storylines going. There was always something with toxic attraction. And I think that they never got enough credit for helping carry NXT during that 2.0 bullshit. I think you're not wrong. Mine's controversial also. Okay. And it's going to piss a lot of people off, and you're going to call me stupid. Well, it's not Asuka, so obviously it's wrong. (laughs) I think it's Charlotte Flair. Even with her gone for so long? That's That's why I did it. Look at the SmackDown division, women's division, when she left. It went to shit. She comes back a couple nights ago, and yes, she and she wins the title for like the 10,000th time, but immediately gives credibility to the division. 
from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania Backlash, that SmackDown Women's Division was fire. Then she leaves and it turns to shit, and now she's back, and immediately it becomes something again. That's why I picked Charlotte Flair. Because she wasn't there. So the impact that she had or didn't have was felt even more. If she was if she was if she was around back it off. If she was around all year, she might be overrated. But since she wasn't there, she boosted that division for and when she was there and when she wasn't there, the division just went to crap. So Okay. I I mean this is the reason why we back our choices up. Because those are very, very good points there. Um, Deets. The Brandon Deets has selected. Oh, here we go. It's like the draft. Just <laughs> <laughs> say your fucking pick. Well, now y- y'all got me thinking differently. <laughs> oh, no. Oscar. It's Oscar. Stick, stick by your pick. Just stick You're by your pick. You're not changing on the fly. Stick by your no. pick. I'm not. I'm not. What I am thinking, and this is where I think I catch the most hell. I put uh, Tate and Carter and Katana Chance. Okay. So they see moderate time on television via NXT. They can put on a banger of a match, but there's nothing character-driven to actually, like, me appreciate them more minus their social network creativity mm-hmm. so Caden Carter is super awesome about that like always comes up with ridiculous people pulling people in for like reels and stuff mm-hmm. and you can see a different side of her which is great but give me more of that actually on the actual show don't let me find out about a backstory while she has to do it her damn self write something in for the damn girl because she can put on a damn good match and chance and and with chance, she's probably one of the best athletes that's in the fucking company. What's it tell you that she had a full-on gimmick change from her shoot name to this, and nobody really knew? Because mm-hmm. I still call her as Casey. I actually have it written in my phone, Casey Canzaro, and then I realized, oh shit, it's Katana Chance. Shit, close us out. Who was my uh, mid-year? Ruby Soho. Raquel Gonzalez. Wow. So much changed over the last months. Sleazy was the only one to keep his pick because he's a fucking mark. Well, duh, obviously. Chip, I, I still think Wendy Chu is also underrated for the range she has in characters, but I just don't think Mandy Rose got enough of love for what she did. I don't think that I mean, even though I haven't been writing the articles because I've been too damn busy with work and changing jobs and everything, uh, but I've been watching the product, and I just don't think that she's been... She was a monster in NXT, and they're not giving her any... She's got nothing right now in the WWE, except for her match against Ronda, and that at best was okay, but I know she can do better. But they're not giving her the chance. It's a fair assessment. Okay, folks. Time for my favorite award. The Cesaro Award. 
Most underrated wrestler, male wrestler of the year. My pick has not changed since the mid-year awards. Fat Man, would you read it out for me? Let me find it on here. It is the entire Impact roster. <laughs> the same opinion. <laughs> same opinion. Impact has been putting out banger show after banger show, top to bottom. The cards have been solid, and nobody talks about Impact outside me and Fat Man. Which is why my pick hasn't changed. Josh Alexander, world About champion. To the longest reigning TNA champion in the history of the company come tomorrow. Well, yes. a couple of days ago. Depends yeah. on when. Well, right. But it's, yeah, Josh Alexander's just been putting on four star plus matches the whole year. I honestly do not think I've seen a Josh Alexander match this year that was under four stars. I can honestly say that his match with freaking Mike Bailey yes. that went 60 minutes on TV, no on TV was the best TV match of the year. And there is nothing you can do to change my mind about that. And you're not wrong. By the way. Absolutely. And it was a okay, tender for one of my matches of the year. Absolutely fucking phenomenal. He's been on fire this year. Not bad for a guy who thought he had to, to retire after he broke his neck. Right. What was that, six years ago? Seven years ago? I can't remember when that was. Four or five, I think. But yeah. Nope, I'm on. I just remember him being upset about the fact he came back and didn't tell anyone because he was afraid that his whole I've retired and then he reversed it and came back was like, Oh, I'm, I, I fucked with my own fans and I feel bad about it. Oh, dude, if you feel like you can come back, come back. We were sad to see you go because you retired because you got injured. It's not like we're, we were like, Oh, your smile left. And he lost his smile. Fuck his fuck knee hurt. His, his knee hurt. So he lost his smile. Right. So, um, I'll do mind. Mine is not impact related, mainly because I figured Batman and Brian would jump all over that. Mine's Chad Gable. Um, do you know who you have for mid year? I do not. You had Kevin Owens. I think um, for Kevin, this whole feud with the Bloodline has helped that um, because he's, oh no, Triple H taking over. Well, for what that too. But for fuck's sake, the man main evented the last show of the year with John Cena. So, I mean, the guy also main evented a WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. So, (laughs) and you still put him as your underrated man wrestler of the year. Yeah. Because outside of that, he had done nothing. Yeah. Just main event against the biggest star ever. But okay. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Done nothing. At just, that a career, point, just a career-defining moment, but that's okay. Point being, Chad, Chad Gable, Gable yep. <laughs> is fucking amazing. And he, gets, please. and he gets no credit for it at all. Z- zero credit. He is the epitome of a jobber that does everything he can to get the guy that he's with over. And gets no thanks for it. And he's been putting on some goddamn great matches too. Because he's fucking amazing in the ring. And he's got a catchphrase now. 
Uh, Chip. Who was my mid-year? Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, well, that's no longer the case. <laughs> uh, Francisco Akira. Of course you would. I just think that who he, he he's a tag team with uh, TJP. I know. Um, I just think that all the spotlights on TJP in those matches and Francisco is just like water in the ring. He is well, so good. Is that our first New Japan Award for the year? Like somebody actually picked. Yep. Uh-huh. It took it took four full categories, but at least well, it came the- from Chip. Well, that's the big four there now. Then we have WWE, we had an Impact, we got a New Japan, and we've had a uh, AEW. Fair <laughs> categories. We're 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 uh, changing the uh, uh, most overrated to uh, the AEW award. Jesus, and the most <laughs> overrated need to be changed from Cesaro to the Impact award. Right. Truth. Truth. Deets, close us out on this one. Batman, what was the mid-year? Ricky Starks. No, Ricky. R- r- they even used it all as in the fuck out of Ricky. I was pretty Ricky. They has been watching the show because pretty Ricky got the mic of us every night now. And a world well, title. How do you not shot? give to Pebble? How do you not give to Pebble a mic every night? Fair. Fair. Uh, underrated male, Buddy Matthews. Nice pick. Yeah. 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 Buddy Matthews. He needs to get away from the House of Black. I, I liked it in the beginning. Not anymore. So let let let, let the Horror King Brody uh, King stay there. Let Julia Hart stay there. Let him do his own thing. I think um, yeah, I think things fell apart when we had the whole is are they leaving or are they not leaving? Mm-hmm. Kind of killed Ma- Malachi kind of like kind of killed. Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break. Um, no, we'll be back after this. <laughs> and folks, we're back. Um, well, while we're gone, uh, Ryan is uh, enjoying life. Um, I like them kids in that elbow. <laughs> <laughs> God bless America. Speaking of obvious answers, let's go right to promotion of the year. No, this is the WWE award. The WWE award for promotion of the year. Okay, on on count of three. Wait, wait, wait. There it is. Okay. Oh. No, I had to find the... Because one of us didn't pick WWE or the Mid-Year Awards because he's a fucking mark. Who is that could have been? I count three. Promotion of the year. One, two, three. Wait, I heard what? I heard something wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Wow. Where the, the fuck, fuck did you go? Do you not remember six months ago calling that an unknown fucking promotion and shitting all over it? The mean fat man? And now it's your promotion of the year, you fat fuck. I hope you step up. <laughs> Wait, Chip, did you say New Japan? No, I did not. He said W. The only outlier with Deets. Here's my reasoning. 
You, you I don't know what you're reading. <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole finally. I, I'll be bloody, bloody obvious. I've never watched Josh Alexander until about a month ago. And some thank you, whoever did this on YouTube, but every single title match he's had this year on one reel. And I just, dude's a fucking stud. Super stud. And I wish they got on a, They had a better network deal because that kid is something fucking special. They're and it kills me to say that. Have we finally switched Jeets from an AEW mark to an Impact mark? Absolutely you know, okay, fucking not. I mean, better wrestlers, better booking, better everything except maybe production. Why not? Papa John's. Why not? Why not? Why not switch? Okay. Wow, you guys. Well, Deets had AEW slash WWE. And, and, then, and then Chip, had, Chip had New Japan, right? Because he's a fucking mark. I love you, Chip. Chip. <laughs> That's second. That's the second. Oh, don't worry. It's here. It's here. <laughs> it, it's down in the jacket, but New Japan's, you know, close to my heart. Um, special event or pay-per-view of the year. Again, only one answer here. I... No, there could be two. There could be two. What, what would There's be the second one? What would be the second one then? All right, everyone at the same time. One, two. You have to say three, asshole. Oh, and then three with an ace, and then say WrestleMania 38. Uh, Clash at the Castle. Thank you very much. Caesar, I can't tell you how wrong you are. Uh, okay. I'm going to get shit on mine. I, I do have WrestleMania 38, but I specifically have night two. You got to have both because they're the same event. Well, Which is I, funny because your year, your mid year was night one, actually. Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like night two better. Night I'm putting one, WrestleMania 38. Night one was WrestleMania. Night two was sports entertainment mania. Both as a whole, that was the greatest WrestleMania as a whole there's ever been. Until WrestleMania this year. Mm. Bro, you, do you got you, are, are we doing news and rumors? No. Not this show. Not this show. Because this is already going to go long. Chip, did you also say WrestleMania? Oh, uh, let me let me blah, 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 blah. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I can't be the only one here that said Clash of the Castle. So if I am not allowed to just pick you like are. two. You are. Okay. No, no, I no. Totally... I'm talking about Sleazy is the only one to pick Clash of the Castle because Chip is picking Royal Quest. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to check with the other voices in your head to be like, is that our pick? That's our pick. That's our pick. Well, I, it was honestly, and it was all between in, J, in JPW for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. WrestleMania was great. But if you look at Royal Quest 2, if you look at Wrestle Kingdom, and I know you're going to shit on me for this, and I don't give a flying fuck. If you're Good looking for Forbidden Door, if you're looking for Forbidden Door, those were oh, three. I, I had your back three. until you said Forbidden Door was one of the best shows of the year, Chip. Had you. <laughs> I supported your view, and I so, supported you wanting to. <laughs> Brandon picked WrestleMania night one. 
um, just night one. Now he picks night two. Ryan and I with the correct answer, which is WrestleMania 30 Days a Whole. Sleazy mid-year had WrestleMania Backlash, because we were there and he's a mark. Chip had Forbidden Door, which was also wrong. Which was also wrong at the time he he said it. No, I need to defend this, because I feel like... Do it! Do it! Name a match on Clash of the Castle that was bad. Let me look at the card. I'll tell you the card. Madcap Moss and Street Profits versus Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. That was the dark match. The damage control uh, versus Bel Air, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Banger fucking match. Gunther versus Sheamus. Oh, yeah. Shit <laughs> fucking match of the year contender. Even Liv Morgan versus Baszler was not bad. No, There's bad. your bad match. There's your bad yeah. match. It was There's your bad, bad match. Right. No, it was, bad it was a match. bad match. It was, it was a bad, bad match. match. It was yes, not sir. a great match. It was not a bad match. Edge and Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. That was great. Rollins Riddle. That was fucking great. Even Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. That was fucking great. That that show was better than it ever needed to be. That I will agree with. And Dietz's Dietz's trying to land a Batman with your hand up in the back. No, we are also forgetting. We, we talked about this earlier. Another great epic entrance. Drew McIntyre, Broken Dreams. Yeah. Like, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I'm not going to lie. That, that made me trouble. Broken Dreams that, is a witch theme. Yeah, that immediately that the 6 to midnight moment. I don't remember watching that at work because we're allowed to watch Peacock at work. That must have been an awkward boner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There were matches on WrestleMania. Now, granted, WrestleMania, two-night affair. It's hard to disagree with how big of a spectacle WrestleMania is. Because A, it's two nights. B, there's they throw every single bit of talent at it. But there were stinkers on WrestleMania. I can't find one on here. I legitimately can't find one on here. Morgan and you weren't a women's wrestling enthusiast? What's that? I said, and if you weren't a women's wrestling enthusiast, maybe one. <laughs> There's still a stinker on it. Voyard. So that means less than 12% of the show was terrible. Even in your opinion. You're wrong. You're just wrong. You're wrong. All right, next award. We're gonna go for feud of the year. Um, feud of the year, obviously it could be man versus man, women versus women, tag team versus tag team, um, person versus company. Uh, one year we had, um, fans versus company. Or- I had Kenny Omega versus selling. Yeah. One year. <laughs> so this is usually our most whimsical category. Uh, my, mine has changed since the half year awards. I can't even remember what I put happy. <laughs> you put, I had Fat Man send them to me just so I could see how much of a change there was. So let's do the half year awards first. I did Cody Rose versus Seth Rollins. Sleazy did Impact versus Smarks because I'm a Smarky <laughs> award winner. Um, Brandon did the Bloodline versus Everyone. Ryan and Chip had the same one, which was CM <clears throat> Versus MJF. I believe that's changed for everyone. 
Yeah. It's changed for me. I have, I have, and, and you're going to hate me for this, but I have two. I could not choose between two of them. I have a clear, I also have a clear winner and somebody that gets special, special mention. Okay. Uh, let's start with Jeff. Okay. One Roman Reigns versus the WWE. Everybody. And the second one is it's, it's been fought. It's been promoted on social media more than it has on TV, but Will Ospreay and uh, Kenny Omega started out at Forbidden Door, right before Forbidden Door, and went through social media and on Twitter, and then is now coming to fruition tomorrow morning. Uh, can I tell you how much of a fucking mark you are? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where to cut you off. But did you see that fucking promo that the Billy Goat fucking did? I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight. Really fucking good. I'm going to watch all the interviews uh, right when we're done this show, actually. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing about that. The interview was great. The promo was great. The match doesn't happen until this year. I know. But you so said feud. You, you said feud. You got to base it off of... In my opinion, you got based it off of the shit that's actually happened. Someone's oh. TV's on in the background. I think it's Ryan. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Damn it, Buck. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, it's a feud. I don't think it's it's worthy of feud of the year, especially when there are a bunch of different feuds here that did more. One of the big ones was. My pick, which was Briscoe's versus FDR. Mm. I mean, I cannot fault that. It was not mine. FDR versus Briscoe's was my special mention because they had three banger fucking matches in a fed Hmm? that has no promotion, but it had so many eyes watching it, and everybody was so intrigued by every part of that aspect of those that trilogy. Yep, I cannot. (laughs) Yeah, I cannot fault that. Mine was Edge slash Ray. Versus the Judgment Day, Red or Edge or Ray versus the Judgment Day, and I absolutely respect that because that they're still doing great work with that. Yep. The fu- I will tell you, the Christmas episode yeah. of Dominic and uh, Rhea showing up at Ray's house. Mwah! Mommy, Fucking mommy, get Finn, get priest. I won't last in jail. I, I cried. <laughs> and now he's a hardened man. He's got the teardrop under his eye now. It's fucking hilarious. I he love get, it. Him getting arrested and going, no, my mom hit mommy. That was a real statement that came out of your mouth then. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Uh, so my I, answer, by the way, was bloodline versus everyone. Just so. You, you and Chet, basically. Deets. Deets. Oh, God. So, I legitimately have four. Four. But two are, like, legit. Two are, like, out there. And I'll explain. So, I agree with uh, Lazy. I had FDR, Briscoes. So, to me, awesome matches. Great story. The other one... And this is essentially the highlight of my material. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Was that your feud in the year? Oh, yes. Of the year. For only three months? Wow. 
Oh yes, I mean it, it, it went a quarter of a pay per view or a quarter of a of a league uh, of the year. I'll take it. The build up, the payoff, worth it. Uh, my two offshoots are a little bit differently because essentially they've never happened inside of a ring, and that is Vince McMahon versus the entire WWE roster. Uh, because. Rumor has it Vinnie Mac, Vinnie Mac might have been trying to get back, and WWE said no. And then Manny Rose versus Porn. I want to say Manny Rose versus Porn. They're kind of working together. No. It's a tag team feud. Cool. Manny Rose and Porn versus WWE Metal. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, I love them. I, I love all those picks, honestly. So, That's- funny thing actually is, we all had serious ones <laughs> instead of shit ones. So. Right? What the hell happened here? To be, I just did a whole thing on how it's physical. And then we all come up with fucking banger fucking dudes. What the fuck? Uh, tag team of the year. This is where we're going to, f- I want to say, fight. Oh, this is. There's two options, and only one, two there, options. there is one option, and there is a section second option that you well, I guess, but there's one option. Say the Usos. The Usos. No. Outside of FTR, who is a close. No. He's gonna title. say the fucking acclaimed. No. Okay, what? now I'm intrigued. Yeah, so yeah, am I. I am too, actually. By the way, it's FTR for me. It's not it, it, the only reason FTR is wrong is just because they held three tag team titles. They were basically a dead fed, a fed they never went to, and Japan. Three very large promotions. I don't care if you don't like the fact that Triple A isn't on your TV every week. But and- that's a fed they never went to. That wasn't the dead fed. The Ring of Honor one was the dead fed, and we are all Ring of Honor fans. Yeah. Yeah, so Ring of Honor was the dead fed title to hold. The triple A three matches he had, they had in Ring Ring of Honor are match of the year contenders. Yeah. Okay. The the Japan matches they had with Aussie Open were match of the year contenders. And I didn't see any matches from Triple A. So FTR is mine because they did it on three fucking continents. Well, two continents. Man, the Usos are wrestling on different continents and they held two separate tag titles. Basically, the two main biggest tag titles in the business. Wait, who the Usos ever beat? Everybody. What, Dawkins and Montez Ford 15 times? Currently the longest reigning tag team champions because of beating the New Day, the former ones, RK Bro, every combination. And what's funny is if WrestleMania 38 had to happen the way it was supposed to happen, they were losing the belts to Nakamura and Rick Boogs. That is true. Yeah. Chip, say FTR. FTR. Okay. Now I'm intrigued with Brandon. He's going to say the Young Bucks. Nope. He's going to say Death, Death Triangle. No. He's going to say. Aussie Open? The only team that wrestled the least and put out the most five star bangers. Briscoe's. Thank you. Even though I'm going to get shit, none of those matches were five stars, but okay. Them boys, even though they didn't wrestle as much as they used, they did normally. Well, to be fair. Every single fucking match. 
to be fair though, they were, you just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Because they here's, were game days at GCW. Here's the half year awards. I did FTR, Sleazy did FTR, Brandon FTR, Chip did FTR. Ryan went FTR and the Usos. So he <laughs> he decided to lean in on. No, no, and even back then it was the Usos. But I understand the appeal of FTR, like this one. The Usos are the right answer. I can understand how somebody would say FTR. First of all, I want to give a quick shout out to Ozzy Open because they were also having bangers all year, and nobody really mm-hmm. talked about them. The other the other notable thing here that was my second uh, tag of the year was Ozzy Open. I want to point out that other than the fact that Fat Man just randomly threw their name out there, not a single one of us said the Young Bucks this year. And didn't even... The Young Bucks didn't do fuck on. And, and that's kind of my point, is that this is a tag team that was always in the conversation every year for a decade nearly. They're always in there. But now it's like, let's be honest here, the best of seven matches aren't great. God, no, they're horrible. So I had to uh, yeah. uh, backtrack on something. What's that? Um, I, and I've been so, I only watched it once, but I have, a, an, um, I will replace Forbidden Door in my special event of the year. I totally forgot about the last night pool of G1 Climax, but I, I totally want to replace Forbidden Door with the last night of pool uh, matches from uh, G1 Climax. They were just uh, they were outstanding. But of course, you don't watch all 32 days of G1 Climax because that seems like how long there is. Why not? Because <laughs> I tried. It didn't work. <laughs> but so anyway, I just want, I was going through uh, my uh, matches of the year in my head and I totally forgot about one and it totally sent me into a wormhole. So anyway, continue. My bad. Female wrestler of the year. Now we're getting into the big, big awards here. Female wrestler. Female wrestler of the year. I gotta go to this page. Or the female wrestler who is the female wrestler of the year. Which I'm a good presenter. Go page. Deets. I know you want to say one of my favorite ladies. Tell me. No. 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 I, I no, no, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's Bianca Belair. Without a doubt, it's Bianca Belair. Yeah. Bianca Belair's fucking ruled this year. And also seeing her live, it's a big lady. Oh, yeah. That's a big lady. I will throw my two cents in, and also I had Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair has been on a run since she's hit the main roster, but from Mania to now, you just couldn't touch her. She put a banger on at the house show I went to with uh, Becky. Like she, she got the here with Becky too. Spoiler alert. She they were they had that fucking crowd going and they were the fucking opening match. Chip. Continue. Chip. So I I Chip. wanna say Bianca Belair. You guys. But I'm not going to. I am sticking with WWE though. I'm going with Alexa Bliss. Get off my Kool-Aid, motherfucker. I just like I, I loved her character when she was dark. And then she That's another gimmick of mine. She went away, came back as different and as a member of 
with Bianca Belair and um, Asuka. And then lately, she's going back to the dark, and I, I just like it. I've and I've never honestly 100% been into Alexa Bliss, but I just think she's doing some really good wrestling this year. And that's going to stop yes. right now. Oh, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> and yeah, Bianca Belair has had a great year. Don't get me wrong. And she does have the title, which is probably why y'all gave her uh, wrestling year. But non-title-wise, wrestling year is less and less in my eyes. All right, Sleazy, say Mayui and Tommy. Oh, Mayui with Tommy. Of course it is. Um, she who stardom she had a huge long run with the SWA Undisputed World Women's Championship. She vacated the title to enter the IWTV Women's Tournament. How'd that go? Lost in the finals to Kyrie. Every single match she's been in this year has been nothing but bangs. Is this the lady that did like the cartwheel, like crazy finisher that I saw? Maybe not. No. Not Carry all on. women look That's the same. Deeds. And That's also, sexist. how racist are you? Oh, I didn't even think about the all Japanese women look the same. You brought race into it, Sleazy. I just brought sex into it. I bought, <laughs> I'm bringing them both, motherfucker. Oh, I know you bought some Japanese ladies in your time. I will, I will concede the fact that. While I'm not a huge fan of Bianca, I respect her as a performer and I respect the year she's had. She's I, a firecracker. I just believe that Mayu is absolutely top notch in terms of what she's doing in the ring. And I will be shocked if she's not signed to most likely WWE, but possibly AEW by the end of 2023. Just FYI, it would have been it would have been Manny Rose if Manny Rose was still on the active roster. You could have still picked Manny Rose. Good, nope. she was there most of the year. Nope. Yeah, she nope. was. She got nope. fired two weeks before the end. Nope. Okay, so our mid-year awards is I had Becky Lynch, Sleazy had Mayu Igatami. Shocker. Brandon and Chip both had Britt Baker and Ryan, Ham- and Ryan Ham Bianca Beller. It, here's the thing, though. I, I just- Fuck, Chip, Wrestle Kingdom starts at fucking 120 in the morning? So I was close about midnight. Yeah, you were. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. Fuck it. I don't care. I do want to say, I want to do a quick bit here because I feel like that we need to really truly look at all the women's wrestling that happened this year and truly give thanks to that because. Oh, it was great. Joe, how fucking cool Paige fucking wrestled this year. Right. But she's not even the only one. If you look at all the women in stardom, they're all having banger matches. All the women in NXT, great fucking talent there. Raw division, along with Bianca, Bailey, Asuka, Alexa, yeah. EO, you know, all the, you know, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. Becky, um, like, oh, yeah. Becky, all these women on this roster, even, even though she hasn't been there that long because she just came back, Charlotte. Mommy, Not don't forget about mommy. Yes. Rhea Ripley. And, and then you take a look at fucking Impact with Jordan Grace, you know, c- covering an entire division of women that's also amazing, too. Mickey James, fucking Deanna Peraza has been there. Chelsea Green was like, yeah, I get us. Yeah, yeah. I, and we, we do shit on the AEW women's roster, but there's a bunch of people there that have 
then there's a bunch of talent there. Now, whether yeah. them people use that talent, right? You can argue Jake Cargill, Karashida, Britt Baker. I know not, not everyone likes that pick, but so be it. Thunder Rosa, not everyone likes that pick, but so be it. Tony Storm, yeah. not everyone likes that pick either, but it's, it's there. But the the Jamie Hader, there's a lot of talent that have been given a platform to shine that even a couple years ago, three, four years ago, before the pandemic, they weren't getting that. And we were getting closer to that, but we weren't really seeing the the final, like true piece of the puzzle. And this year has gotten closer and closer to showing that. And I think the IWGB Women's Championship is a, a perfect reminder that we still have a little way to go, but we've gone so far this year. That's all I want. Okay, male wrestler of the year. Reigns. I'm not even pretending like it's not fucking Roman Reigns. It's not. Roman Reigns. It's not. It's Roman Reigns. Chip? Will Ospreay. He's on my side. Oh, God damn it. The fat fat medicary. Here's the funny thing. I mean, I was all into how he he came back from injury and was champion. But, man, this guy has put on nothing but four and a half and up star matches all year long. With minus, I think there was one that I gave it three and a half. But other than that, everything. I'd like to retort. Okay. So the last time I was on the show, there was a certain somebody on the show that said this photo is the most iconic thing that will happen in 2022. Yeah, Roman Reigns made P- fucking Logan Paul relevant. Mm-hmm. That needs to be on a pedestal on its own. Nobody could have pulled that off better really than Because the Miz did at SummerSlam. Lawyered. He did too, yeah. Miz carried him though. He did. And Roman carried Paul. What- Roman carried Paul as well, yeah. So what you said that no I one get, could. No, I, Miz did I get it. what he's saying because he did it three months later, not just like it. three years before, and it was just nobody cared. No, it was three months away. Four months. I away. know, but uh, what is the logic behind that? Is he kept, Miz carried Logan Paul? Yes, Roman Reigns carried Logan Paul. That even the crowd, regardless you want to say, for a second believed the lunky punch was real. It, there wasn't a question on if Logan Paul was going to beat the Miz or not. Like, it, it didn't matter as much as. Everybody was like, Logan Paul's not beating Roman he Reigns. Got, right he got everybody to suspend the belief. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's fucking wrestling. So That's the years, shit that I fucking go in for. So these years was Will Ospreay, right? Yes. Okay, you're both wrong. I've said it before. The guys had nothing but four-star matches plus every week. It's Josh Alexander. I put him over enough. (laughs) It's Josh Alexander. Like, Roman, those were the three that you had to choose from, to be, in my opinion. Yeah. So I don't think, as I say, you're all wrong. You're not, because Roman Reign, longest reigning champion, freaking, he's not very weak, though, which doesn't, shouldn't discount it. Because it just makes him better. Here, let me, I, I need to, I need to put the numbers in play here. Roman has had 11 televised matches this year. 
seven of which were singles matches. Okay. And wasn't that like Cena recently Dragon? his match? Yeah. Did that Cena match was the first one in six months on SmackDown? I think I so. believe I, yeah. it might have been. Yeah. But is he an attraction? Yes. Is he wrestler of the year? Not even close. Because if you want to put a wrestler in the year contender in there with the same amount of matches, it would be Brock. You got to wrestle. Because, mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, Brock Lesnar has had seven te- televised matches as a solo contender. So if you look at it from numbers perspective, Will Ospreay's had more matches in Roman. If you include dark matches, if you include house show matches. Uh, Roman blows them out of the water. No. Roman does not work house shows. Roman well, works a lot of house shows at the beginning no, no, no. of the year. I have the numbers here. Will Ospreay's worked 73 matches this year. Roman's only 51. If you include every single match he's worked, including dark matches, including house show matches. Will Ospreay has had a better win rate than Roman has had. Will has had 78.1% of his matches he's won. Roman's only won 70.6. Both guys have well two major different titles this year. Both of them oh, okay. had so legendary Osprey hold. The Rev Pro Undisputed British Championship that he's held for longer than Roman Reigns has had. Exactly. 855 days oh. to date versus currently Rev Pro title 919 days. So what main title did he hold again? The Undisputed British Championship. The Rev Pro So Cup. what main title did he hold again? The uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. I it don't does give it matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> matter because you're going to sit here and say here. No, Fat Man has a better chance with Josh Alexander as Impact World Champion and is a well more known world title than the Rev Pro British bullshit because the only reason it's on Osprey because there's only like seven British wrestlers they got now. The entire continent recognizes that as a world championship and so does fucking. I can't believe I'm throwing this name in there. So does fucking Dave Meltzer. Wow. <laughs> wow. He, credibility. he, he goes to Meltzer. The guy, the, the, the guy we make fun of every single show. Absolutely. Nay, nay, nay. No, too far. Too far. If he the had point been, I'm uh, trying to make here, though, is a very valid one, is that had he wrestled more this year, especially on TV, you could make a very good argument for Roman Reigns being wrestler of the year. I don't think so because he hasn't wrestled enough and he hasn't won enough. Mm-hmm. 365 and, day champion, 365 days in 2022 is universal champion. Uh, and, and what, like 200 or 300, 280 days as WWE champion, the two biggest belts in the history of wrestling. I don't give a fuck who you are. The Universal I'll, Championships I'll, been yeah. for five years. I, I was going to, I was going to say, yeah, it is the biggest championship. You're not going to sit here and say the Universal Title that's been around for five years is more important than the IWGP Championship. Even and if, if Osprey held the IWGP Championship, we wouldn't be having this discussion. But Osprey didn't hold the belt; that wasn't the British title. If not he was this IWGP year. World Champion, uh, he's, more top, uh, he, he's got he the, has the US, US Championship, title. and he's got a fucking main event, Wrestle Kingdom. So why don't we pick Austin Theory holding a mid card fucking title as wrestler chair because he was two time US Champion? Because he didn't hold a title for nine hundred nineteen days. 
I don't understand how the six hundred before didn't included win as in the three sixty five this year. He didn't it, win as much. So the, the win rate doesn't shouldn't matter. Why not? If we're gonna go by numbers, let's do numbers. I've shown you every single number where Will Ospreay is better than Roman Reigns. I can't Except even world title I can't range. even prove that he's better than Josh Alexander, but I can prove that he's better than Roman Reigns. No, you can't because the title reign is invalid. If you're only talking about 2022 like we are, Reigns held one world title for 365 days, held a second world title for 280 days, simultaneously unifying the two world titles. Okay, okay. Oh, and 11 good. matches defending either one Hold or both. On. One, one second, one second. The thing here is wrestler of the year. It means you have to wrestle throughout the year. In that case, 73 matches. And I'm sure Josh Alexander had more than that. It doesn't. <sighs> what matters then? What, here. what metric are we going to go by? Then? There, there's the thing. You if know my metric. Your, well, if you know the metric. You know my metric. Yes. Is match okay. quality. Okay. And that's Josh uh, Alexander. Okay. Josh but Alexander. we're not. Because yeah, we, his you, Because you his floor is better than the other two. Right? What was that? Because his floor of matches is better. What do you mean floor? Will Ospreay's had better matches than Josh Alexander, but he's had worse matches than Josh Alexander. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I don't think Will Ospreay's had a better match than Josh Alexander this year. Whoa. Okay, now you're fucking delusional. What the fuck is wrong? Name one. Name one. I can't because it might. uh, What? Are you fucking kidding me? Name one. You're not naming I one. I can name three right now. You're going to name one with fucking Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay. Nope. Than was it Josh Alexander? Was it better than Josh Alexander versus Mike Bailey? I didn't say that. Was it better than Josh Alexander versus uh, Kazarian? It was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You didn't even watch either of them. Yes, I did. I watched a ton of Josh Alexander matches for match of the year. And they were all They were great. not better. They were all great. They were not better. And Will Ospreay's oh, match with Orange Cassidy was not better yeah. than those two matches. Oh, my God, no. Great match. Did not get – wasn't better than Josh Alexander versus Eric Young. Wasn't better than Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards. Wasn't better – like – My point of – you missed my point anyway. But my point is match trying, quality. And that's just, but you two are fighting over wins and, and – Yeah, because I'm going towards Ryan's usual metric, which is – Wins that matter. Which is Roman Reigns. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. He hasn't won as much as Will Ospreay has. Again, wins that matter is what you literally just said. You said said wins wins that matter. matter. You said wins that matter doesn't mean I can win four matches out of the year, but they're the most four important matches. It doesn't matter then. I didn't say it that way. You literally said... I it said wins that matter. Wins that matter. Which is Roman Reigns. No, he didn't have as many matches. He didn't win as much. So what you're saying is, okay, I think I know what you're saying, but you're wording it wrong. How am I? I speak. You're English. saying. You you're saying. English. You're the one saying wins and wins that matter. But I think you're saying number of wins. Win, number of yes. You didn't yeah. say number. You the say wins. Win, you said wins I'll, that matter. I'm like, that's Roman Reigns. It's the I'll play wins the dumb game here. I'll play the how many times has Osprey lost this year? Was it you more than once? Was it more than once? Reigns only lost once this year. No, that's not true. He's, He's lost a bunch of times. Now, did Reigns lose? 
Did Reigns lose or did his tag team lose? This is what I'm I'm saying. And all I can think of on TV, Reigns lost twice on TV that I can think of this year. Once was a DQ to Rollins at the Rumble. The other was SmackDown, the end of the year. And he didn't get pinned in the tag match. I'm just telling you numbers. Lost. Uh, I just gave you a glaring number. The glaring number is 70.6%. The glaring number is more world titles. Reigns two, Osprey zero. I've I've shown my case. All you keep saying is he's the champion of a belt that's been around for five years. Oh, yeah. The other belt that's been around for 60 years will conveniently ignore here. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's only <laughs> held that belt for 60 days. years old. Yeah. <laughs> I love you all. No one, no one's ever. The funny part is, I've not addressed the fact that the other belt that Osprey's held has been just as short of a reign, too. It's only been around for a few years as well. Here's my question How does Josh hold up against Easton? I think Josh is second. I, like, Josh is my wrestler of the Josh, year. Here's your bronze, sir. But Josh is my wrestler of the year. But if you're comparing everything, Romans is one, Josh is two, Osprey's three. Wow. I have Osprey, Josh, and Roman. But win quality, but match quality, no one beats Josh Alexander. Nobody. And this is why I love this show. And this, this award exemplifies how hard this fucking, you know, just doing these types of shows are for us because we spent so much time trying to figure this stuff out. We have different metrics, different thought processes, different ideas of what makes a wrestling. And for each of us, it's different. And I could sit here and blow my fucking asshole out talking about how great Will Osprey is, but Roman's just legitimate as pick. Josh is just as legitimate as pick as is Will. And I think that's what makes professional wrestling so great because we come to these matches and we come to these thought processes differently because of our own, our own thought process and our own backstories. And I think that's what makes this so great. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be an all out free for all match of the year. Holy shit. Stick with us. And we're back folks. So we've got two awards left. We've got match of the year. Match of the year for men's, match of the year for the women's. Um, let's start with. Let's. I think. I think we need to end on the women's one only because. What really? It was such. A, it was an historic year for women's matches, but I also think we're not going to fight as much. Um, <laughs> but the women's match of the year. Yeah, everybody has the same answer, but sleazy. Because I feel like it's the same answer from the mid-year awards, which right. is everybody with the same answer, but sleazy. Oh no, Deets is shaking his head. I don't even remember what the fuck I did in the mid-year. I can you tell did. you, everybody basically picked Bel Air and Becky for Mania. No, no. Deets put Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho from Double or Nothing. I fucking hate you all over again. <laughs> well, let let's do it then. Mine didn't change. AZM versus Starlight Kid. That was yours. I will yours? never. 
I will never question Sleazy's pick for wrestler for female wrestler of the year. A being that he's usually the women's wrestling enthusiast, and he watches it. Now I've heard all the lore about the Japanese wrestling, so you're only respectfully wrong, not ignorantly wrong, because Belair and Becky was still the match of the year. So essentially, you're the one that's ignorantly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also have Belair and Becky from Mania, Fucking but you can't, you're like, but you're like, I, I didn't watch it, but you're ignorantly wrong, but you didn't watch it either. Therefore, I will admit, I will admit Becky and Belair had a bigger stage, you know, for sure. But in terms of match quality, I thought that was better, you know, but. Chip. Uh. I you're gonna I'm gonna get shit on for this and I don't care. Uh, Becky and Belair at SummerSlam. I thought it was a great. Wait, 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 wait! You're talking about the 30 minute, like the 30 second get up kill. That was last year. That was last year. Okay, okay, okay. Like two, technically two years ago. I I I was at uh, SummerSlam in Nashville, and I thought it was a great match. Now I'll I'll ask Chip. Are you clouded by the judgment of that match? Because all I remember about that match, not that it was good or bad, was it was okay and everything was overshadowed by the three returns at the end of the match. I watched it when I got home from Nashville and I thought it was a great match. Okay. Brandon. So I am in agreement with everyone. It is Bianca. Except Sleazy. Yeah, except Sleazy. Uh, but I did have I did have one that I did want to mention uh, because I watched it probably at least five times, which is a super lot for me when it comes to women's wrestling because I'm not the biggest enthusiast. Uh, Jamie Hayter versus Akari Shida. That was a great That was a match. fucking banger. I've watched the same porn five times too just to see what the rest of the storyline is. There's no fucking difference. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you could find like a new crease or something. Besides, no man, I don't even. I don't even know how Riley Reed sold that house after. If I bust my nut early, I still got to find out how it went down. I just wonder I if she got like thirty percent off. I don't think they ever show that part though. I just want to see the paperwork. Okay, I just I, if it's signed and come, I don't care. Just show me the paperwork at the end of the porn that she actually sold the house. But yeah, back to. Uh, <laughs> Haters versus Gita. Like it was a super good match that I really wasn't expecting much. Because Sheeta gets all these like little one-offs on TV and gets a random title shot every once in a blue moon. But they fucking threw the fuck down. And that was straight up Joshi A like all Japan throwback. That shit was fun. I appreciated the fuck out of that. I agree. I it's it was a great match. <clears throat> All right, let the let the battle begin. The battle you know what? I will say before we start this category, I, I need to hear. I need to hear everybody's mid tier. There is no wrong answer. There is. There were so many great matches this year that you could pick a probably seven to ten of them and be like, okay, that there's nothing wrong with that. I'll I, be had fucking three, I had three I could not choose between. So mine was Josh Alexander versus Eric Young from anniversary. Sleazy was because he's a Mark Okada versus Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom. 
Brandon's, yours was FTR versus the Briscoes. So was Chips. Ryan had two, which was FTR and the Briscoes versus Roll- and, um, Rollins and I put Rollins versus Rollins. I don't know why. Rollins <laughs> versus uh, Rose from Hell in the Cell. Those were the mid-year. So now let's see who fucked it up. Okay, so before we before we continue, I just wanted because we need to say fuck Dave Meltzer one more time at least. Um, Meltz decided that oh, your good old buddy Meltz. That's how you're. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah. you're, 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 on, you're on nickname nickname basics. <laughs> Meltz. We we. And my boy Meltz and, over there looking at hey, staring the fuck out of this shit. Hey, we pay him enough money for him to mention us now. Um, 21 matches this year. He rated five stars or above. Four, what the fuck? Four matches were 5.5 or above. Um, unfortunately, not a single one was Fat Man's match of the year, but or mid-year. Um, of course not, because he doesn't watch Impact. Exactly. <laughs> he barely watched Impact when Omega was there. I think he didn't watch it when Omega was there. I think he heard somebody watch it and he said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll read it that way. Um, but yeah, this was the most number, physical number of matches that he's rated five stars or above uh, since 2017. And it's the second most he's ever done in the course of a year. since. So he- why don't we go through our awards and I kind of want to hear the uh, 21. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll post it. Because okay. it's a lot. Um, I'm. Let's. Okay, Chip. Give us your honorable mentions. Give us your rationale, and then give us your your top. Okay, honorable mention is gonna be um, Cody and uh, Seth from Hell in a Cell with the with the with the broken peck and all that. That was just insane, and it was it was a banger of a match. Number two is the last night of pool play. It's U1 Climax, which was Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay. And number one I know, is... I know, I know, I know. Can I say it? Can I say it? Go ahead, go ahead. FTR versus Ozzy Open? Uh, nothing. I, I, I just think that was one of the best matches I have ever seen. It was, it was, yeah. Okay, Ryan. Oh my! My picks haven't changed. The first FTR and Briscoe's match and Cody versus Rollins inside the Hell in a Cell. I couldn't pick. They were both classic matches. I want to give an absolute honorable shout out to Knoxville versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania because regardless wrestling, sports entertainment, it doesn't matter. That match was the epitome of proper execution on sports entertainment. Neat. So. <laughs> We have uh, Rollins and Rhodes, Hell in the Cell, of course. So that had to be put on there. I haven't mentioned Cody once. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I do have an honorable mention. Uh, it is in AEW. But if my mind is hitting me, I think I'm in the wrong year. Say it. MJFCM Punk dog collar. That was this year, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah that was this year. Yeah. So that that deserves its own little 
Pop. I totally forgot about it. That was a great match, too. Yeah. Uh, but my ultimate number one has already been mentioned. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Oh, and one other. No, there is another one. Uh, war Games this year. The men's war games? Yeah, men's war games. Like that. So, so which are you picking? So, oh. I'm picking all of them, but if I'm picking my number one, it's still Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. What a match. What so a match. It, you cannot get any better entertainment. Wee Man body slamming the entire crowd losing its shit. The fucking gigantic hand coming out of nowhere, just getting absolutely obliterated. <laughs> I love that skit in Jackass. It's so, so dumb, yet so great. And then there's also little intricacies with Sammy going on, too. Like, his ability to sell everything. And it literally just started Sammy Zane down this path of what we have right now. That's what I fucking love. Good point. Honorary oops. <laughs> Um, so I had a top seven. Wow, oh, <laughs> fucking seven. Um, two of which were already said Ozzy Oakland, FTR, um, and Cody versus uh Seth inside Hell in Cell. Fucking imagine. Um, the other was Gunther versus Sheamus. No one said that. Um, uh, fucking banger match, obviously insane. If we had done top five, that would have been my fifth. Right? And then here we go. Osprey versus Okada. Wrestle Kingdom. Osprey versus Okada. G1 Climax. Osprey versus Tagagi. G1 Climax. Briscoes versus FTR. Final battle. Double dog collar match. And here's the reality. That match was so intense. Right? There's so many great matches here. And I... I, that's my top seven, and I guarantee you there's many, many more that would have filled out that list. That was how far I had to narrow it down. I got it down to seven. I feel lucky that I was able to narrow it down to seven. There, but I want to point out, for the most part of my list, they all have to – I have to bring out the common denominator on all of them. They all feature, Japanese. Well, they all feature either my wrestler of the year or my tag team of the year. Good point. And if you look at where I'm about to go, this shouldn't shock you. Either I'm going to do a 30-minute classic or I'm going to do a 20-minute violent, wonderful, deathmatchy, but not too deathmatchy. He said deathmatchy. I got to give it to a double dog collar match. I have to. I, it was more fun for me to watch that while still being at a high quality than either of the two Osprey or Kata matches. And I love those too. I love those, but I just got more bang for my buck. Well, apologies to young bucks out of the, the FTR Briscoes match. And maybe in another month, it could change because I wasn't, (laughs) but that, but that's the thing is that, it depended on my mood on what I was going to pick. Famine. I out of all right. the people, I thought they were you were, they were going to fuck up. You were the last one I thought was going to fuck up. Yeah, you you thought the first two were better. Yeah, I know they were. Those the you, they we talked about right. this. The final battle. I thought I, I thought 
this was that was the worst one. Yeah, I know. Um, um, but it was still a match of the year candidate. So was their first two. So was the Cody Rose match at Mania. So was the Cody Rose match with Rollins at WrestleMania back or Backlash. So was freaking Ozzy Open and FTR. So was even Lesnar Reigns at SummerSlam. Like oh, ev- wow. like Josh Alexander versus anybody he faced. Um, but I I gave it to Rollins and Rhodes Hell in the Cell. I just it was a tough choice. I literally wrote it down like an hour before the show. And I and it was re-raced multiple times. <laughs> so I, it was just such a such a story. Story, but I'm talking about like the whole year was just so awesome with just full of these great matches. And while Zane in Knoxville, I don't think it was a great match, it was, it was a fun. very fun match and entertaining match. So I can't fault Deets with his pick. I can't like I love them. I and that's so there's so many great matches in different areas. Yes. Listen, this year was probably the funnest we've had in a good while in wrestling. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that, I will thank one man and one man only. Triple H, I appreciate the fuck out of you, sir. I think Triple H had a little, he had a lot to do with it, but there's still more promotions out there, buddy. Listen, my, the the Fed was wasn't doing great, year, and my match of the year came before Vince left. <laughs> so, but it, it's getting a lot more interesting, at least for me. But yeah, overall, Otis, what a show! What a show! Creatively, WWE probably wasn't doing the best. Financially, is a whole different story. Financially, they've just been fucking everything out of the water. Um, but yeah. A great, great year, and it's. I'm looking forward to Russell Kingdom. Um, Royal Rumble, let's fucking Royal go! Rumble, which will be the first time I think since two. Well, besides the pandemic year, since 2005, that Sleazy and I will not be watching it together. Kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But. I hope, God, P- I hope to God PWS has the fucking like make us pick numbers. Oh, we'll be doing that this year. I know that, but I hopefully our scorecard thing they make you pick numbers. I think they should. I we need to. We, I'm gonna add them. I'm gonna add them. I'm gonna do it on Twitter as soon as we get off here. There you go. Um, yeah, fucking hanger of a year. Um, so many great people did great things this year from professional from multiple different angles um from new japan introducing multiple new titles but one that was very important to my heart personally to becoming under the banner of aew question mark because that all happened this year the life and times of cm punk um in aew you know just the whole thing is just a crazy mishmash of just so many great things happening all at the same time. And you can't sit here and say that you didn't have a great year in professional wrestling because this was really the first full year that we had outside of the pandemic that really felt like wrestling was back. 
Like 2021 was kind of there, but this was the year that really people. Turned Dude, I went to a fucking house show. I, for WWE. I went to a uh, New Japan show. I, went to, <laughs> I don't fucking go to house shows. It's I'm better uh, than that. It's kind of funny. The next, the, ne- the next show at um at Hershey uh, is actually me and a Kim's anniversary. Yeah, it's me and Kim's anniversary. So raw. We- yep. The raw the twenty second. Yep, that's me and Kim's two year anniversary. We're going WWE pre. That is the code. WWE pre or free? Pre P R E. Okay, pre- thank you. Thank you very much. Um. Ryan, put yourself over because you haven't done it in forever. Oh, yeah, no, fuck Reddit. Oh, he survived! <laughs> fuck Reddit. Fuck all the Macs on Reddit. Don't come find the wrestling show on Reddit because I don't want to hear your stupid fucking Mac opinions. Yeah, Chip, yeah, yeah. don't go be on Reddit. I'm not on Reddit. It's cool. I actually, <laughs> we've been putting over your TikTok, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, my TikTok's pretty funny. I'm trying to incorporate <laughs> some wrestling ones, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if the TikTok for this week isn't me screaming, I hope you step on a fucking Lego, then you failed TikTok for the wrestling show. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> Deets, put yourself over. Always on the Twitter, folks. At Legendary Deets. Come find me. I talk shit, mostly wrestling and terrible Baltimore sports currently. Shit. You can find me and Fat Man on the Best Darn Sports Show, period two. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, what happened last night on tomorrow. And then we got more. We're, we're actually kind of going to the betting side of this. And we started going with odds and, and spreads and stuff like that. So if anyone follows this who likes betting, please follow the Best Darn Sports Show, period two. <laughs> we're not talking poker betting though we're talking sports betting <laughs> um so yeah and you can find me on twitter at tws underscore mark with four a's oh my goodness i'm at tws sleazy tws Fatman. we are sleazy fat man on twitter instagram and tiktok please go on over there give us a like follow us Videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleazy and Fat Man for live stuff. YouTube.com slash Sleazy and Fat Man for recorded stuff. And premium videos on OnlyFans.com slash The Wrestling Show. You can find all sorts of other content at TheWrestlingShow.com, including articles, merch, a bunch of other cool stuff out there. Uh, we're going to get back into the swing of things after our like break from uh, Christmas and whatnot. So expect to see more articles again. You can get this podcast every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, even Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out. So with thanks to Ryan, who left, as always. Um, thanks to Dietz coming on. I know you do, you do the best you can to get on here. Um, we thank you for coming. Thank you to Chip for coming on. Always. And as always, for Sleazy. For the Fat Man. This is the Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. We haven't said enough before, so fuck Dave Meltzer again. Fuck Kenny Omega. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. And we lost Don West this week. Um, the sad loss in the wrestling community. And uh, he will be missed.